Our next guest is a Kansas-born comedian and cabaret vocalist extraordinaire with a critically acclaimed series called Somebody Somewhere. Mental test is if it stays, you put it under here, and if it stays, anyway, it's good if it falls. Oh. <laughs> wow, <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> So I pass a pencil test, mm -hmm. even still, even at my age. Can you see it? <laughs> what do you think? Jill, just tell her she has great tits. Just say it. You're not even looking at them. You have great tits. <laughs> Why would you make me say that? Because <laughs> I wanted to hear it. Season two premieres Sunday on HBO. Please welcome Bridget Everett. <laughs> I'm all packed in. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I wore a statement necklace for you. <laughs> yeah, what kind of is a statement necklace? Did you say? I'm like a, I'm like Countess Luann. I'm a Real Housewife tonight. It Except seems I'm like single. If anybody's interested. It anyway. seems like it's glowing. Your necklace is it? Is there like some kind of glow and glow stuff in there or no? I guess it's just the talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, probably it came is. this way. Uh, <sighs> great to see you. Thank well, you. Uh, you are, for those who don't know, I mentioned you're from Kansas. You're from Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. The show is set in Manhattan, uh -huh. Kansas. You live in Manhattan, New York. Yeah. When did you move from Kansas to New York, and what was the plan when well, you did? Well, I, I, you know, I went to Arizona State and uh -huh. studied opera. Thank you so much. I went to Arizona State <laughs> as well and did, did not. You? Yes, I did not study opera. However, oh my God. I, well, I did go to Arizona look State. Look at us now. Yeah, See? here we are. <laughs> All those keg parties and stuff. Um, yeah, but I, I, I ended up in New York City, the Big Apple, waiting tables and doing a lot of uh, very drunk karaoke. <laughs> drunk karaoke uh, as a hobby, professionally. What was going on with Every karaoke? Every Sunday night. Um, um, we went to this place called The Parlor on the Upper West Side and, mm -hmm. you know, get myself a little pint-sized vodka soda. And once, you know, my bartender friend Alan would give me one straw. And once I got to three straws, I knew it was time to go home. <laughs> you <laughs> but, really you know, did go to Arizona State, I did go to Arizona yeah. State. Yeah. You know, crawling across the bar, ripping the shirt open, just kind of trying to live life, plug in. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that's what gave you the courage to start doing these cabaret shows? Is that... That experience? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you stand on enough bars doing karaoke enough times, you got to find another way to channel that because you you can't make a living doing that and can barely make a living doing cabaret. But I but I did. Um, anybody, did the great art of cabaret, it's like singing and storytelling. And sometimes, if you're me, you wear a plunging neckline and sort of let things go where they go and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and it became, and I I know you're not going to boast about this, but it became like a. Your cabaret performances have become like this super popular thing that people, famous people come to see it, tons of people. Yeah. It's like the place to be. Who's been the, to your show to see your show? Well, we've had a couple of bold-faced names. Got your, you know, Gloria Steinem's and whatnot. But um, my friend um, Adam, um, Ad-Rock from the BC Boys. Is in your band, Well, right? he's a founding member. He's currently on sabbatical, but he is a founding member. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then there's Bridget Everett and the Tender Moments bass player. Um, anyway, but... He um, he would invite a lot of his friends to kind of sort of help, you know, help me, I don't know, help get, me. Get going, and, um, yeah. Anyway, he invited a lot of people, and he would just be like, just, just stay away from my friends, right? Because it's, it's very interactive. And um, <laughs> one night he invited um, Ben Stiller, and um, the trouble is the VIPs kind of sit in this area that's like, on the road to Oz. You know, I like to go out in the audience and talk to people. Uh -huh. I was like, well, how am I not going to talk to him? So I'm just going along, and I'm... I'm singing my song, and I'm like, coming like a cheetah when she sees her prey. 
Cause it's hunting season every single day. And all of a sudden I see Ben Stiller sitting just right where you are. And he's looking down at the ground, right? But his phone is coming up like this. And to me, that's an invitation to make a memory. Sure. <laughs> so, so, you know, I think I sat on his lap or whatnot. And if you've met Ben Stiller, which I'm sure you have many have, times, yeah, you know, yeah. he's, a, he's the sweetest person, but also a little reserved. And I think he was uh, sort of full of shock and awe. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He ended up producing my first comedy special, Gynological Wonder. Look it up. So, it, worked oh, out. it was worth it. It was worth it. Who's... Whose lap, celebrity-wise, would you be most excited to sit in? To... It's going to be Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Manilow's! We got some Manilow's in the house tonight. <laughs> does Barry know this? Is Barry aware of what a big fan you are? He does now. Where can I look? Where's the yeah. camera? Barry's actually seated in the back. He's now... Oh, my God! Yes, Barry. This is my... Okay, sorry. No. Oh, I only wish we brought... Have no. you had this uh, an opportunity to express your admiration for Barry? Well, I did go to see um, Barry Manilow at Radio City Music Hall. Okay. Um, my friend brought me and my sister. Uh-huh. And uh, we took a picture, which is super sweet. You know, there's Barry and then my sister and then me. And we took the picture and she posted on Facebook the next day and cut me out. <laughs> did she really? She cut you out? Look, she's a bigger fan of love than I am, so I can't blame her. But, you know, it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> and would you want to work with Barry? What is your... Who do you, doesn't want to work with Barry? Do you Barry do Manilow? any of his songs in your cabaret? Do you... Or karaoke or any of that stuff? I'm not going to do that. That oh. is like... I'm not going to touch Barry. Oh, I mean, really? well, I did one time do a Barry Manilow tribute show, and that just is like a little moment in time. It's a time capsule. We just have to let it live there. But um, what I'm hoping is one day I'm on his um, One More Time, One Last Time tour. Like, he's always like... Last, uh-huh. You know, he always does the... It's my last time, and... I go every time. I get the glow sticks. I'm there. I just, very, very. But maybe one day, you know, he'll pick me up out of the audience. He'll call me up. And maybe we'll sing like Mandy together. I don't oh, know. Oh, Mandy, that would be great. <laughs> i tell you something. When I was a kid, I love Mandy. But when I was a kid, I thought it was old man. I thought he was singing, old man. Well, you can. I was like, oh, this is such a sad song I like about that too. this old man. <laughs> I like that, too. <laughs> um, have you been back to Kansas since your show uh, started? Yeah, yeah. In fact, they did this. Um, they threw um, a Bridget Everett Day for me. That's um, nice. Yeah, it was really sweet because, you know, the, my show, Somebody Somewhere, is set in Manhattan, Kansas, my hometown. And, right. um, you know, we feature a lot of businesses and whatnot. But um, they did this whole thing in City Park. And I got a ride down there. I get out of the car. The first person I see is my old voice teacher. Of course, I start crying. Um, there's members from the community, old classmates, kids that watch the show and are, are moved by it. Um, also, something very cool, they made a donut for me. Oh, they did? Um, <laughs> Varsity Donuts, my favorite donut place, made the a Bridget Everett Donut, um, which was it, um, the signature flavor was uh, America's favorite cordial rum chata. If you haven't had it, get on it. <laughs> um, it sort of tastes like um, rice pudding, and my nieces and nephews and I drink that and tell one time a nephew threw up, and I don't think we do it anymore. But that's <laughs> a real good time. How old was the nephew when he was drinking rum chata? 30. Yeah, 30? Okay, all right. <laughs> hey, Justin. <laughs> the last time I saw you, um, you're, we are talking about your mother who had made a video talking about your father's penis, um, your late father's penis. How is your mother doing? Uh, she's all right. You know, I guess... Um, you know, she's kind of on the, the back nine. Is that the best way to say it? She's sort of. <laughs> no, I mean, she's 
look, she's got a great sense of humor. Uh-huh. Um, and I wanted to, like, make a character <laughs> in our show that was like my mom, but you you wouldn't believe that she's real. Really? You know? Yeah, like, she's, you know, like, I just saw her last weekend, you know, trying to get in all the quality time I can. And, and I love her so much. And she's, you know, she'll sort of just be, like, dead asleep. And, and then, you know, and then she'll just be like, Mom, you want to sing a song? She'll be like, no. Mom, what about Hello, Dolly? Hello, Dolly. <laughs> my favorite thing, the favorite thing about my mother is the, um, the life lessons that she taught me. What did she um, teach you? This is, if there's any, anybody that has a family out here, you can take these some of your own children. Oh, that's um, nice. She said, number one, when you go to McDonald's uh, and you order a caramel mochaccino, you tell them to make it like they make it for themselves. And that's a good one. Um, <laughs> the other one, this is very useful. Before you go out to dinner, Make sure you eat a little something so you don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> so, oh, eat dinner before dinner. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, get into that elastic band life. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's more, you know, like, yeah. you, you know, your dad's a prick and you can't trust anybody but yourself. But the first two are the ones that really are my guiding principles. <laughs> well, it's great to have you here. Your show is great. It's uh, season two, Somebody Somewhere. It's on HBO and HBO Max Sunday night. Here's an everybody. Thank you, Bridget. We'll be back with Gorillas.